ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a late edition of HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 83 for the week of July 23rd, 2019. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and this week I am joined by the sick one, Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this Tuesday afternoon? I'm managing. I'm doing all right. How are you? I, <laughs> I'm in. I'm excited to see how this episode continues. That that is that is how I'm doing. No, right. I'm doing fine. <laughs> I'm doing just fine. Okay. Yeah. the The grandpa is watching Linnea right now. We're ready to talk about some Halo. Yeah. It's gonna be a good time. Will, do you want to know what's coming up on the episode this week? What do we got? First and foremost, you're actually going to rock through some rosters. Sweet. There's a few. <laughs> Just a heads up. Um, the first MCC PC flight has concluded. We're going to talk about that. Um, a new league enters the scene. More info about that coming out in the show. Tournaments get recapped, including the Halo Draft League Spring Season Finals. Will, they finally happened. We're going to talk about them. And then finally, we have our weekly topic this week. Favorite and least favorite competitive Halo game mode. And uh, a good amount of you did not follow that rule. But we're going to talk about the results for that later on in the show. Will, as I stall so you can get your notepad and pencil out, what do we always start, <laughs> start the show off with? Rostermania! Let's go through some Rostermania. Um, <laughs> I'm excited you got for the this. fucking paper tear in there, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, you We're know off what? to a great start. I had to do it. I um, love it. It's variety. See, <laughs> it's a spice of life. Um, Let's start off with the Face Ignite Halo 3 4 4 team and free agent list by Prisma TV. Um... We have some full teams, and let's let's get started. First, we have Demonica Esports. It includes Manatee, Shoddy the Doggy, Shook, and Godly. They have Ducky KG as their coach. Maka Esports is Warlord Havoc, Looney, and Squashy. Organs as their coach. We have Demonica Purple, XL, or Double XL, sorry, Flash, Jesus, and Fidgets with Sketch as their coach. Next up, we have Endangered Esports, Dash, Kazi, Christo, Vincinical, and Fluid as their coach. We have a no-name team. This is Cerberus, Ghosty, Mysterion, Bidey, and Hyperactive as their coach. Next is Team Mazer. This is Flames, Fusion, Hollers, and Snakey. We have Aspire Esports, Riots, Flux, Jimbo, and Two Foxy. We have Stush. This includes Icon, Envy, Mista, and Zamasta. We have Revive Nation. This is Batchford, Zaw, Allen, and Duckbot. Next team is Lethal Divide. This includes Shabby, Kimbo, Lunny, and Turk. We have a few no-name teams. The first one, Septic, Zyras, Genius, and Snipel. The second, Kenneth, Benjamin, Dedams, and C1R. And the third here is Xanti, Legend, Nidrum, and Nez. And we have Electrify Esports. This includes Kamikaze, Rudimentary, Censure, and Luckless. We have three partial teams. This is, uh, the first one is Colossi, Maltese, and Lindsay. We then have Impact, Kenneth, and Benjamin. Then we also have Linz, 
Abra and Viking. Moving on to the free agents. We have Wheezy, Mysterion KJ, Ego, Cerberus, Viking, Creepeasy, Nath, M2, Fusion, Fluxy, Sheezy, Ollie J, Sniple, Ghostwave, Convict, C1R, Christo, Scarcity, Slumpy, Coco, and Fatal Ferocity. Again, some of those names match up to the partial team and full teams. No, it feels like half of them are. So, um... I know I keep saying that we should reach out. We should reach out. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, well, eventually. We'll just have to wait and see. All right, next up, we have Atlantic City free agents and partial team lists. This is over at noobcombo.com. Go check it out if you haven't already. We'll start off with the free agents. They include... Let me zoom here. Stin Cynicals. That's not right. Stin Cynicals. Yeah. Study. Night Shadow. E2K Nova. Deadlight. Phantom Snake. Bum Sauce. And Gun Strafe. We have a partial team. It's called Insanity Gaming. This is Zido and Mixer Honor. And then um, we have an H Halo 5 free agent list. This is just Demand 8. We'll talk about that later. And we have an HCE free agent list with no one on it. No one on it yet. Yet. People better sign up. All right. And that's all I got for Rostermania this week. Very nice. Thank you, Will, for reading through those as always. It's greatly appreciated. And uh, hopefully we'll reach out to that to uh, the Face It group and figure out what's going on with that free agent list. But without further ado, it's time for COD and other games watch. Will, we actually had something this week. What is it? There was a Call of Duty tournament that took place over the weekend. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, it was a big one. And uh, we just want to say congratulations to E-United on taking home the championship win in the CWL Pro League Finals and taking home a cool $500,000. That's pretty bonkers. Not bad. That's a lot of moolah in the bankola. I guess um, another thing we could add, a recap. I don't know if you have this later in the show. Uh Uh-oh. But Tox did win the Gears 5 tournament. Oh, we left oh, off. Yeah, we didn't. We we left off on a cliffhanger, didn't we? I think we did. Yeah. So congratulations to Tox Gaming, previously the Optic Gaming roster, on winning that event in dominant fashion. Yeah. As well. Um, and then we are going to talk about Tox a little bit later in the show. Not that event, but you'll see. Um, and then also in regards to the Call of Duty World League tournament that took place. It had been the the big story the big storyline here is that it had been 1400 days since Clayster on E United had won his last championship. 1400 days. Wow. Yep. They made it happen though. Um and then Simp won the MVP award of the event. Simp, I believe they were talking about how he just had graduated high school. Like, that's because you have to be 18 mm-hmm. in order to compete. Yeah. Like, he had just graduated and got that tournament when it's fucking crazy. Good for him. I believe that was what happened. Um, and then for those who are interested, the next event is the Call of Duty World League Championships. It's the grand final tournament of it all um, for the season, August 16th through the 18th, 2019, coming up very soon. 
So if you're any at all interested, go ahead and look up information in regards to that event. It is going to be one to remember. Um, a couple big things to note about this event is that so it was E United versus Genji in the grand finals of this one. And the funny thing is, is that Optic got knocked out real early. 100 Thieves got knocked out pretty early. So like a couple of these big named, you expect them in the grand finals teams got knocked out fairly early within the tournament. So um, looks like there's a lot more competition in the Call of Duty scene. And we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens at the World League Finals. But yeah, that's all I got for COD. Another game's a watch. Which means it's time for Wheels Adventures within the Halovers and other games too. <laughs> I will. Would you would you play this week there, bud? All right. So I'm sure you'll go more in depth with this, but we uh, jumped into the Gears 5 tech test over the weekend. We did. But what were your thoughts? What did you think of the Gears 5? Uh, it was fine. This is your first one. Yeah. I, I, so I, I'd never like really played Gears before. Sure. I jumped into like a horde mode once. Okay. And... I didn't understand it, so I didn't play very long, but this is the first time actually really trying to play Gears. Um, I'm just late to the party. I got a lot to learn. So, we'll, um, I don't know if I'm going to buy the game. I'll probably... You have Ultimate. Ultimate. You get it. Fast. I can yeah. Just try, I can, you get it already. You could try it. Yep. And you get it four days early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was... It was decent. I liked the training map over the, like, city map or whatever you want to call it. Sure. Training grounds over... I forgot what the name of it was already. Uh, I only yeah. played it on it twice, so the, the other one. Um, Trying to jump into, what is the elimination or escalation? Yeah, escalation and king of the hill were the two competitive modes. Yeah. Escalation, I tried once, and it was nuts. Like, people... Like, we literally got like ran like all of our rounds ended within 30 seconds wow like the other team just steamrolled us like they knew they knew exactly what they were doing and we couldn't do anything to stop it um so yeah that was annoying but no i didn't go back to that game mode after that obviously sure um i wish they would give you a nasher in arcade because it's the main thing that's used in competitive and if you want to practice with the nasher just got to jump into competitive, which yeah. I didn't want to do, but I did anyway, so. It was a specific character that you could play in arcade that gets it, right? Yeah, but you you didn't get it every time. You oh, had I to know. get you had rack of kills and then earn it, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, other games I played, we jumped into some Apex as well. Did some Rainbow Six Siege, and then uh, some Halo 5 for our kind of community play date on Friday. Yeah, I didn't announce any part of it so that's on me um yeah it was it was what you me and dom yeah yeah it looks like dom had some fun though all things considered which was surprising we for mainly him playing stayed, Halo. we mainly played swat like we, i think we spent our most of our time in swat we got ranked yeah we got yeah. ranked in swat which was fucking weird because i don't play that playlist but yeah it wasn't did, bad no no I, I do enjoy the h2br the most oh it's so good 
it just feels so good in, in five. It, yeah. yeah. Nope. It, I, it's a good gun. Yep. Um, I'm getting kind of back in the groove with Rainbow Six Siege. It doesn't feel so like I'm out of it now. Yeah. Um, and we did, I think we got a couple wins over the weekend on Apex. Um, I like, I kind of like the way the ranking system works. Yeah. Um, where if, when you go through bronze, you're just accruing points and then it's more based on placement. I was just talking to, to Josh a little bit earlier though. They make it so where you only can get credit for five kills. So you only get a point per kill up to five kills. And then, um, most of your points come from where you place. So if you're in like second or third in bronze, at least you get eight points. If you win, I think you get 12 and it kind of tapers off from there. But, um, it really, you really want to just p- play for placement, not for kills in ranked apex, which is weird. So you were saying that it's, as you've seen, what it's probably better to do since you only get points for up to five kills is to not engage until you're getting closer to the end where you probably should in order to keep your stance and potentially win the game. Yeah. So you, so mainly you only want a third party or yeah, wait it out. Or if they're, if you see one person drifting from their group, surround them and take them out and then, then you have an advantage in that fight. Right. And by third party, what do you mean by that? So if two groups are fighting, you come up and just pick off the kills. So you are the third party engaging. Yeah, with that. yeah exactly. Yes. That was meant for the listeners at home who don't know. Who might not know what that term means. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was happening to us quite frequently. Like happening to us. We weren't doing it to other teams, unfortunately. But uh, it's luck. It's just luck of the draw with that game. You don't know where people are going to be dropping. So. Yep. It's part of the RNG. Yep. Still a fun game, though. Still my favorite BR. Yeah. The only one I like playing is that game. Do you want to, what did you play this week? So, uh, Final Fantasy 14, still just leveling up my Black Mage. Uh, I play it every once in a while just to pass the time. Um, it's easy to just do a couple quests and then get off if I need to, so on and so forth. Uh, I played some Dragon Quest Builders 2. It's the game I play in bed. Um, if I just want to play a little Switch after we put the baby down, that's what my plan is. Halo 5, we got ranked at SWAT. We also played a couple other playlists as well. Griffball was not there, so Dom... Probably would have had a better time if Briffball was there. That's his jam. But besides the point, it was it was fun. It was a fun time. Um, I also realized... Okay, so I guess we should just state this now. Um, so I hit 145. Okay? Now is when it gets exponentially worse to get a per-level basis. I also came to a realization that I was a naive little boy like two weeks ago um once i ran out of legendary boosts that progression slows to i'm not even a crawl like it's it it's worse than a snail's pace when you're out of legendary boosts to put things into perspective and i'm I'm not a bad player by any means like i could hold my own in any game type with a legendary boost and let's just use, uh, let's use Rock and Rail as an example, okay? We'll use Rock and Rail as an example for when I had Legendary Boosts, and then we'll use Mythic Shoddy Snipers, which is now a current rotational playlist that has double XP. So, with Legendary Boosts, with Rock and Rail as a double XP playlist, I was hitting eight to 10,000 at least XP per game. Games would last four minutes or less, all right? 
Mythic Shoddy Snipers, I'm currently, let, let's say I'm all out of boosts completely. Okay? Which I am now. Games usually last around the same because you die so quickly. Um, with that playlist being more XP than it is, I'm getting roughly 1,000 to 1,500 per game. If I need to get 100,000 XP per day and play for over 400 days, I have to play nearly 100 matches a day. That's simply not feasible with the way my schedule is. It's literally not. And let's say that I skip a few days and I play a lot during the weekend. No. That's two, 300, 400 matches in a day. Not happening. Oh, but Josh, why don't you play Warzone Firefight and use Warzone boosts? Great idea. It's actually a really good idea. I don't have Warzone like boosts. I don't have Legendary Warzone boosts. I have other ones, but... And those games can last upwards of 15 to 20 minutes. And if you don't finish... If you do not finish a match of Firefight, like you don't win, your XP accumulation is drastically reduced. I'm talking about going from 20,000 to 5. It's drastically reduced. So, I'm just going to state this now. I probably will not be able to reach 152. I more than likely will not be able to reach 152 by the time Infinite comes out. And frankly, I'm okay with that. It means I can play other shit now and not have to worry about it. But yeah, that's I wanted to hit on that because I haven't given an update. But yeah, if you don't have boost, that fucking sucks. And frankly, when those legendary XP boosts come back, like the packs, I don't know if I'm gonna... I No, actually I won't. Because that's... I think I averaged it out. It was over 4,000 games that needed to be played. Or something like that. Like that's. If I paid real money for those. No way. No way. So uh, that journey has probably come to an end. I'm just going to state that right now. Or in that. Played Apex Legends. It was a fun time. Still my favorite BR. My only BR that I play. And then uh, the Gears 5 tech test. So for those who don't know. It's going to be. It was out last weekend. Um, you can be a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber in order to gain access to it, or you can pre-order the game. Or, I believe if you have Game Pass on Xbox, you get it on Xbox, or if you have Game Pass on PC, you can get it on PC. Okay, there's that. I believe there's going to be another trial this weekend. So, if you didn't play it last weekend, you can probably play it this weekend. Um, it was a disaster. And I mean a fucking disaster on Friday. You weren't able, like, it was damn near impossible to find a game. They were working on issues. They fixed nearly everything because by the time we played on Saturday, it's like everything was ironed out. We were finding matches immediately. So that was great. Um, From what Dom told me, they increased, I believe he told me that they increased Arcade to three people in a squad now. So hopefully that transitions to the next weekend because it'd be really cool to play through those. Um, for those who do play, I'm just going to try to run through this quickly. For those who do play, um, if you rank up, then you get a banner saying you were a tester. And then if you complete three different challenges, which is 
play 15 matches or win 15 matches win 15 in escalation or, or arcade. arcade so not king of the hill there was one where was it just play 10 and then win five so like win five play 10 win 15 yes okay and you get the snub pistol skin a lancer skin and a nasher skin all of them tester like the the same color scheme as the banner that you would receive um and yeah i really hope they increase the party size for um arcade because i hate solo queuing in that fucking playlist because is either your teammates quit out and you're stuck with bots and you're gonna lose or the other team just fucking steamrolls so i'd much rather play that game with a squad Let's all say there. Um, couple of, a couple other points I want to hit on. Time to Kill is way shorter. And I mean way shorter in comparison to other Gears games. It's an acquired taste. It grew on me significantly the more that I played it. So I'm very excited for the full release of the game. I've loved every Gears that's come out. I love the campaigns in, in them as well. Um, and yeah, I think the multiplayer is fun. But yeah. And I think the changes to the weapons and the active reload system are better for it as well. So that's that. That's all I got on Gears. And that's all I played. So without further ado, Will, if there's nothing else you want to talk about with games, should we move on to the news? First and foremost, the Halo Insider MCC Flight Number 1 recap by Postums over on HaloWaypoint.com. And I quote, On June 28th, we had our inaugural flight of the Halo Insider program of her MCC on Steam. This flight has taught us a lot about what it means to bring Halo Reach to PC players, and we wanted to share some results from this flight. Today, we're going to break down how the flight went and go over key takeaways from our learnings. So, Flight 1 Spec and Goals The first public flight was designed to help test various amounts of hardware specifications and the delivery pipelines we are using for the Halo Insider program. Hardware ranged from various types of mid-tier to high-tier processors, graphics cards, and memory sizes. This first flight has done its job in helping to fully validate the scalability of our system, as well as the hardware configurations. With these learnings, we can continue to scale and progress toward our next flight, which should focus on firefight matchmaking. Flight 1 Results Thank you to everyone who participated. With your help, our first flight on Steam was a success. This team's inner internal goals for participation and times played were met, and positive feedback was well received. Participation was 60.7%, times played was 1,757, and survey response rating was 4.6 out of 5. Pretty good overall. The user group invited to this flight was a very small slice of those who had registered with the Halo Insider program. Of those invited, we saw over 60% of users download and play. This number is quite high given the limited messaging on Twitter, the announcement, and one small invite uh, and, one, and one invite email sent to the group. Compared to the number of participants, the number of times people booted up and played was very high. With this being such a limited flight, we were not expecting this. When the next flight comes online, we are eager to see if this trend continues for Firefight. On conclusion of the flight, a survey was sent out as a follow-up. Questions range from more generic, what is your experience with Halo, to more granular questions around how the game felt on PC using mouse and keyboard. One of the last questions that was asked was around how fun their experience was on a scale of 1, not fun at all, to 5, very fun. Survey responses were overwhelmingly positive with most players rating their experience very high. 
Some of the most common feedback we received was how much fun it was on PC, along with the hearing repeatedly, take your time on development. Both of these sentiments have been very encouraging. All teams are hard at work on development and are looking forward to sharing more of our progress in future flights. So the key takeaways and learnings. Successfully executing on this first public flight was a big milestone for the team and everyone working on MCC for PC. Not only did this flight test the foundation for future flights, but it helped us to prove out our workflows and processes in support of the Halo Insider program. This was only the first public PC flight, and our aim is to continually streamline and improve. Communication Since last year's flights, we have built a new system to directly communicate with all flighting participants. This allows us to send invites, updates, and follow-up messaging to those who are in each flight. This has proved to be a very effective way to reach each person. Content and engagement. With the scope of this flight being one campaign mission, we were expecting to have lower numbers in regards to time played, but we did see that many players played multiple times. With this being a small subsection of reach, we are anticipating that future flights will have even higher engagement and participation. Technical issue reporting. For this flight, there was a beta test of the new Halo support site. One thing we saw was that many users were reporting issues in the feedback forum sections called Community. This customer support resource is new for many, and we know it will take time for people to know where to report issues. We will continue to remind people who use the website to create tickets to report issues instead of posting issues as forum posts. Thank you for your patience. We wanted to say thank you to all who participated and to those who patiently waited to be invited. This first flight was to a very small number of users compared to those who are registered. We will continue to grow the number of users that are participating in these flights. We wanted to say thank you for your patience if you were not invited to this first flight, and we look forward to seeing you in a future one. For the next flight. Fire, uh, hashtag FireFlight is the team's next flighting goal, which will offer firefight matchmaking to you on PC. While things may shift, we're currently targeting this milestone for later this month. The team is beginning to review release candidates that have the core features to support this flight. Keep your eyes out for upcoming news articles in the near future. There you go. So in other words, it went well. People played. People liked it. They're developing it. It's going great. And Firefight is next. I'm excited. Regardless of being included or not. Next news story. Sims and Pixel Flare graphics team up. This is a tweet by Sims, and I quote, Extremely excited to be working with Pixel Flare Graphics on a new project, creating Halo and HCS content for new and longtime fans that cover both competitive and casual. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are all live at Pixel Flare Halo. You can check out the links that are included within the tweet. I'm excited to see what they make. Next news story, Halo Legendary Crate is coming to a close. This is by Ian from Halo Cannon. It's a tweet, and I quote, The Halo Legendary crates are ending with the next crate, Noble. Not everyone was informed, it seems. If you have a subscription, cancel it. Then reach out to Loot Crate Support to get a refund if you were already charged. So, this was a, this is a screenshot of an email that was received, if I'm not mistaken. Okay? And for the record, I am a subscriber to this crate, and I have not received this yet. Okay? So keep that in mind. And also, um, I was a month-to-month subscriber, so I'm not like, I don't have an annual subscription or anything like that. So mine will automatically be done. 
But for those who don't have that, here's some information for you. And I quote, Spartan. After three incredible years, it's time for Fireteam Apollo to stand down and take a well-deserved rest. The Halo Legendary Crate will officially finish this fight and come to a close with the Noble Crate shipping in mid-July. Are we done with Halo? Are we done with the Halo universe? Not by a long shot. Just like you, we're anxiously awaiting the next installment in the iconic series, and we're taking our time to plan the best way to be a part of what's to come. Thank you so much for taking this journey with us and being a part of the Loot Crate family. None of this would have been possible without your passion and support. If you had a multi-month subscription in progress that is slated to continue beyond the Noble Crate, you have options. Option 1. If you, got, if you contact our customer support team by August 12th, 2019, August 12th, 2019, you can get a uh, prorated refund for any unshipped crates in your Halo Legendary Crate subscription plan. Or you can apply that outstanding dollar amount to any other crate line of your choice. Option 2. If you do not contact customer support by August 12th, 2019, your Halo Legendary Crate subscription will transition into our new Equip by Loop Gaming Crate line, a bi-monthly subscription delivering premium video game lifestyle gear. And of course, if you have any questions or concerns, our customer support team is always available to help. Spartans never die. The team Halo Legendary Crate. So there you go. Cancel if you need to, or uh, don't. And that's your problem to deal with later on. That's it for regular news. It's time for some competitive news. First up, the league announcement. UGL, not UGC, UGL, announce a Halo League. This is a tweet by UGL. It's an online tournament. It is going to be taking place on August 3rd, 2019. Entry fee is 10 euros. Prize pool is 120 euros. It's great practice for your team prior to the Face It UK Halo event. Our website is currently being created. You can DM them to purchase your team pass. There are 16 available slots to start. It's going to be a best of three. MLG V8 settings. Halo 3, obviously. Um, and the winner of each cup, starting with week one, will receive a free quote-unquote team pass into our Halo League commencing at the end of August. More information to come on that. Stay tuned. Good to see another league coming into the space. We're excited to see what happens there. It's, uh, and the other thing of note is that this is a UK league. Something we have not seen in the past. Love to see it. Next news story, Halo is coming to Melbourne Esports Open. This is by Melbourne Esports Open on MelbourneEsportsOpen.com. <laughs> yes, that was a mouthful. And I quote, We're excited to announce that we partner with community organization Halo Australia to run Halo the Master Chief Collection tournaments at the Melbourne Esports Open this year. Halo Australia are veterans of the grassroots Halo scene and will be joining the MEO team to help run competitive Halo free-for-all tournaments at MEO 2019. Battle for the highest frags throughout this qualification period each day to play in the finals against the best Spartans Melbourne has to offer. No pre-registration is required, just a ticket to MEO. Prizes are awarded to the top three players of each day. Full prize distribution is yet to be announced, so stay tuned. So here's the event structure. Halo 3 Hardcore Free-For-All Settings Saturday and Sunday, qualification rounds are from 9am to 4pm, finals at 4pm, located in Melbourne Arena, from August 31st to September 1st, 2019. Stay tuned for that. Alright, Will, I talked about it uh, briefly. 
I, well, I hinted about it. Here is a little update from what we talked about last week. Tox provides some context. This is a tweet by Snakebite, who is the cre- basically the creator of Tox. And I quote, When I decided to make Tox into a fully functioning organization at the start of the year, I wanted to create a brand that not only heard players' wishes, but made them a priority. I feel this is something that seems to be getting lost in this scene more and more. I promise to lead by example and keep to the vision with very high and low we go through. This weekend was a really big step in the right direction. Thank you all for the love and support, as always. So in other words, they're fully independent. That's, we talked about it last week. I was wondering if they were fully independent and what this tweet basically, to me, it sounds like they're fully independent. Um, Snakebite, congratulations to you and to Tox organization and those players for winning that Gears event. Um, obviously everybody hopes that you guys keep them into the Gears 5 season. They clearly show no signs of of, uh, slowing down and I'm just excited to see what you guys do in the future because the world is your oyster. You guys seem to be doing everything right. Um, I wish that long sleeve shirt was a little cheaper than $45, but you know, who the fuck am I, you know, (laughs) but no, seriously, you guys are doing great work and yeah, I'm excited for the future for talks and we, we know they're going to be in halo. I'm well, I imagine that they're going to be in infinite obviously. And yeah, this is great. This is just great to hear. And I hope they keep with that direction that they're going. Um, the next news story, Beachland official merch is coming soon. This is by the legend P on Twitter. And I quote, I started an apparel company and my first account is the Beachland. Here's a sneak peek at what the Beachland gear will look like. It's a sweatshirt with the Beachland logo on it. Um, I'm fucking excited, dude. Beachland's awesome. I'm excited to watch some Halo 1 action in that event. I believe in August, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. So if you guys have the means and the merch comes out, please purchase it if you're able. And the final news story of the week will technically hinted at it in the roster mania segment. UGC announces another side tournament for the Halo Classic Atlantic City by UGC. This is a tweet and I quote, Halo 5 2v2, $5,000 prize. So there you go. Not only... Not only will, is there going to be a Halo 1 2v2 at the UGC's Halo Classic in Atlantic City, there is also going to be a Halo 5 2v2. Check it out. I hope they're able to get the stream situation figured out. Okay. That's the only thing I'm going to say. I'm going to be an asshole. (laughs) All right? I'm going to be an asshole. I truly believe they learned their lesson from the last Halo Classic. But I'm going to say this. I fully respect that they're getting these other two side tournaments going on. I think that's fantastic. And I think it's going to bring in more people, more competitors, more competitors, more spectators, regardless. Okay. In a perfect world, I would love if they had an alpha Bravo stream for Halo 3 4v4, a Charlie stream for Halo 1 2v2, and a Delta stream for Halo 5 2v2. We're not living in an ideal world here. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to say keep with the Alpha and Bravo for the Halo 3 4v4, and that's it. Maybe you can cut to, like, during breaks. 
you can cut to the other tournaments that are going on. That'd be awesome. Keep with the continual content. Don't have lulls. But we saw what happened when they tried to have four streams up. One was basically never up. So unless they fully figured those out, stick with the two. But again, in an ideal world, I would love to have all four. But my expectations are in check. But UGC have been delivering what the fans have been wanting. So, like I said, I believe they learned their lesson from the first Halo Classic. But, as our tagline states, we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, alright, that's it for the news will. And because we never have scrims to talk about because 343 won't give Halo Data Hive access to MCC stats, even though he's working on it. Halo Data Hive. Shout out to Halo Data Hive. If you guys don't check out that website, you really should. He's He is working on trying to get some MCC stats in there. Um, yeah, I just hope they make an API endpoint so he's able to get that access. But that's besides the point. Infinite, please, 343, if any of you listen to this show, please have an endpoint accessible <laughs> for Halo Data Hive to get the stats on his website so we could talk about some goddamn scrims again. Please. I love you guys. You know that. You know, we just gotta spread the love. <laughs> Halo Data Hive hasn't been getting enough love lately. Gotta show them some love. Um, well, we got some upcoming tournaments of the week. First and foremost, the Face It Ignite online qualifier, the final one... So, for those who don't know, the last two qualifiers, which Will's going to be talking about in just a little bit here, um, those were, I believe, for like a seeding, or like, they were trying to find the top 16 teams, if I'm not mistaken, and the top 16 teams, I believe, will play in this final one, and then they determine who they're inviting out from there. So, like, who gets the travel accommodations? Like, that's going to be coming from this next one. And then, uh, that also means there's an NA... Face it, Ignite, Qualifier, it's the final one, the top 16, and then they windle it down from there. So, stay tuned for that. And then, those again, those are taking place this weekend. And then we also have the SWAT Nation, Once Upon a SWAT 2v2. Here's some information for you. Halo 3, 2v2, MCC, deadline is Wednesday. So, the day after this episode posts, no elites and a, and a $1,000 prize pool. So, go check it out. If you want to sign up for that. Will, that's it for the upcoming tournaments of the week. What do you got for the tournament and league recaps for the week? Okay. Um, first one we have on the list here is the AGLA season award predictions with I'm Shad and Regressor. There's a lot to read through here. Like I said, if you want to switch off, let me know. <laughs> um, let's, just get, let's just get it started. Um, tank of the season, I am Shad, says this is most likely going to go to the Saints the God. He states Saints has been absolutely outstanding this season in every facet of the game, but at heart he's a dominant tank and fulfilled the role as such extremely well. He owns the second highest spread and second highest KD ratio this season without a lot of significant tanking help around him. He stepped up and been the driving force for his team all season long and showed he deserves to be the number one pick. Honorable mention. Himself, I am Shad. <laughs> with with good reason, as Regress is about to state. 
So Regressor, yeah, states that I am Shad should be the tank of the season. Um, he says he's on the highest seeding team going into the playoffs, has the highest KD ratio in the league at 1.39, and is currently more than 100 plus over the runner-up in overall KD. This one seems a little bit too easy. Might as well just give him the trophy. Honorable mention, Saints to God. Next one, runner of the season. I am Shad says it should be Titan Man 23. He says, I'll, I'll admit my pick is 100% bias. He just ruined all credibility there. It was between him and iRobot, but I happen to have played a lot more games with Titan than I did iRobot this season. So Titan gets the nod from me. He's not, excuse me, he's got the most goals and scored this season with 72, and that's the leading number by a fairly healthy margin. And, and a number I'm sure that's near the record for non-garbage round season. <laughs> he's been running behind one of the more healthy tanking lines this season, but has scored plenty of goals using his head and put points on the board by himself. Honorable mention, iRobot9000. Regressor states, Titan Man 23 as well. Never thought I'd see this guy playing any Griffball variant other than Reach, but he has certainly impressed me to say the least. Although I feel like he has a better tanking line to work with than all the other runners, he's demonstrated versatility and that he can call for launches and score on his own when needed. He is currently leading the league in goals with a significant margin of 72, and his team has the first seed going into the playoffs. I'd be generally genuinely surprised if anyone can find justification for not giving him this award. Honorable mention, the Corn Ninja. Josh, would you like to read Hybrid of the Season? Sure. Hybrid of the season, I'm Shad, states Regressor, uh, or Godless? Oh, okay. Godless and I are in agreement on this one. It was between him, Set, and Priest, but it has to go to Godless. He had an M he's had an MVP caliber season in his own right, having a huge statistical jump in his tanking numbers from last season, jumping up to plus 188 to tag along with 38 goals and 62 carrier kills. He was the true-to-do-it-all player for Hypest and is deserving of the best hybrid award. Honorable mention, Priest XYZ. Regressor also states himself or godless. Call me narcissistic, but the stats speak for themselves. 1.17 KD ratio with 38 goals going into the playoffs at the third seed. Big ups to my connection for improving since last season. Honorable mention, Priest. All right, next one we have Defender of the Season. I am Shad says Digital Pain. At the beginning of the season, this isn't where I would have expected to put Digital, as I thought he was a more likely candidate for best tank. However, I was wrong. Digital has had a monstrous season with the sword that I don't think anyone really saw coming. Near the top of the league with 84 carrier kills, this dude was insane this season, proving himself worthy of the number one pick through his defense alone. Honorable mention, AJ DeJuice Main. Regressor states digital paint as well. Reason. This is one this one is difficult for me because not everyone has the same amount of games entered when it comes to the stats, and no one really struck me as a standout defender in any of the games played. That being said, it would make sense that digital appears to be near the top of the league in carrier kills. He has a great stutter step on defense, knows how to defend the launch, and positions himself in great spots to get the opposing team's runner. Honorable mention the man cannon. For the most improved player, I'm Shad State's Almighty Tycoon. <laughs> Young P is always on the scene! I don't think there's really a lot of debate for this one, especially after being called the R-word after my original pick. 
Almighty Tycoon went from being a bench rider on on Blacklist to playing in the playoffs as a runner while dealing with his baby mama, then becoming Active Hate's whi- uh, whipping boy of all of off season to finally an integral part of failure to launch a success this season. Statistically, there's nothing eye popping, but as a converted converted, but as a converted runner boss is leaps and bounds better than he was last season and is dramatically better than he was even in the preseason honorable mention silverback regressor states priest coming into the season everyone saw him as a pure runner but with playoffs just around the corner the stats seem to show something different he's currently ranked fifth in the league in goals but is also sporting a respectable 0.94 kd indicating that he can also fill the tanking role if he wants to drop the bomb off to boss or dragon Honorable mention, Titan Man, 23. All right. Most underrated, I Am Shad puts Poison Pop-Tart as the lead runner here. He states, this was the most difficult category for me to choose, but I think I'm Strudel deserves the honor. I don't think anyone in the league saw this type of season out of PXP. While he wasn't statistically dominant in the latter half of the season... Levi proved himself to be a steady force in the early goings as he was the most positive player on JYD at one point. He proved he can step up and be a solid third tanking option, and if he continues to improve, the ceiling is the roof for this guy. As he's got a lot of playstyle that reminds me a lot of my own. If he continues to trend upward, he could be a steal for someone next season. Honorable mention, Melvish Don. Regressor states, Blotzy. If I could predict anyone else on my team, I would I would, seeing as how they would how they all literally do everything very well, whether it's running, tanking, defending, or launching. But since I can't I'll throw I'll narrow it down to Blotzy. The guy has been given a lot of criticism for being a first round pick, but I'm not sure what more people can ask for. The guy's pulled off insane launches, is a great push tank, and can hold the ball if everyone else is feeding feeling the host. Maybe I'm just missing something everyone else isn't. Honorable mention, iRobot9000. And for MVP, I'm Shad State's Saints the God. My preseason pick becomes my most reg- uh, my post-regular season pick as well. I don't think any team would have been quite as lost without their main guy as IMWT would have been. They relied on him to be a steadying force all season long, and he came through. He was their one-man wrecking ball they leaned on to single-handedly create offense, and he did it all season long. Honorable mention, Regressor. Regressor states, Saints the God as well. Without Saints, I question whether or not his team would have even made the playoffs, so I have to give this one to him. He leads pushes, plays sound defense, and definitely holds the most individual responsibility if his team is going to win it all. If he can perform as well as he did during the regular season in the playoffs, I'd say there's a good chance he takes the MVP trophy. Honorable mention, I'm Shad. All right. So that does it for AGLA. Um, I don't know what you want to call them. Uh, award rankings by those two. Yes. Um, do we know are these voted on by the other members of the league or how do they do their awards? No, I think these were... I, I believe the actual awards themselves, maybe, but this was just like a prediction from a, these two yep. players. Um, and the playoffs are coming soon. So as soon as they've concluded, we will definitely be reporting on those results. All right. Next up, we have the GT Halo King of the North free for all results. King of the North. Uh, eighth place went to Wayne 
Berkey with 32 kills and 50 deaths. In 7th, Landlords XB5, 34 kills, 50 deaths. In 6th, Kilimanjaro, 38 kills, 44 deaths. In 5th was Landlords XB3. They must have not entered their names. Yeah, there's two of them on there. Um, 43 kills, 50 deaths. Fourth was Fronter Bumper. Love it. 47 kills and 38 deaths. In third, It Factor. 50 kills, 23 assists, 44 deaths. In second was Monez. 53 kills, 28 assists, 39 deaths. And in first went to Sea North Over. 60 kills, 29 assists, and 42 deaths. Not really close between that first and second place. No, seven kills. That's quite yeah, a gap. Yep, Northover really took that one. So, congratulations, Sam. All right, moving on to the Face It Ignite online qualifiers. These were the pool play results for EU. 16th went to Demonica, Viable Manatee, EP Shook, Shoddy Eldoggy, and To Be Godly. 15th was Felon Gaming. This was Zoc. Dockeroni. I don't know. M2 <laughs> squared and Zoke. I love that. Dockeroni. Yes. 14th was Jump Out Gang, Legends, Turk, Shadzer, and Shabby Dagger. 13th with the Improv, Decrib, Didums, Tenneth, and Benjamin. 12th was Mocket, Warlord, Outcast, Deadeye, and Looney. 11th went to Valid Esports, Crossman, Fire Icy, Fire, Fire. Fire Icy, yep. Fire Icy. Here's to know and Krabby. Terabi. Anyway, 10th was Last Minute Squad, Thomas, BLZ, Shiesty, Squalink, and Why Panic. 9th was Kesofidoma, I don't know. Some weird name. Uh, Beatley, Prophets, Simpen, and Wolfus. 8th went to Radicate Esports, Legend, Aztec, Nedrum, and Nej. Seventh went to Stush Gaming, Mista. Um, any idea there, Josh? En- Envi- Envy, sir? En- I have Vic- no fucking Victor? idea. I don't know. Icon and Masta. Sixth was Revive Nation, Allen, ADZ, Bashford, and Deckbot. Speaking of Bashford, there's, we got a little update from him over on Twitter, and I'll read it. His tweet is as follows update regarding myself and halo h3 team decided to mutually split off lack of practice due to lack of having a consistent four was the main reason among others decided it would be best to focus on h5 2v2 instead trying trying to get onto another h3 roster instead of trying to get onto another h3 roster my bad with that being said myself and doodle dhp will be competing in the 5k h5 2v2 in london glad to be teaming with one of the nicest guys in the halo community bummed that i'll be missing out on the 4v4 but making the best of the current situation so i didn't include this in here because i forgot to to be completely honest but wonder boy replied back with uh team of three we'll find a fourth as in like hey you should just fucking you should be with us yeah and i i don't know if anything came from that yet but i just thought that was really cool that wonder boy reached out as well so all right, in fifth place, we had Back to Classic. This was Sandel, Ebby, Jobs, and Sandel. Against. <laughs> um, it's on there. That's what they had written. Okay. Um, 
Next one is Fatal's Henchman, Ferocity, Raishan, Boy, Boy's Knees, and Clune. I'm I'm having a hard time. It's okay with these freaking names. Clooney. Third is Mazer Gaming. Flames Havoc Fusion. So Snaky. Second, Aspire Flux to Foxy Jimbo and Riots. And first, Moses is a clown. Hollers respectful. Moes and random four man. All right. More face it ignite online qualifiers. This is the NA pool play instead. Um, it looks like some of the players weren't listed for a lot of the teams. So the problem was face its website. So I was able the, the what Will's about to read are the full results, right? Of the face it ignite NA qualifier. The problem is, is that face its website didn't load all of the teams when I was searching for the rosters. So the ones that I have included are the ones that I was actually able to obtain. So just keep that in mind. Okay. 17th place was Cleveland with no teams listed. 16th was Team 2 Clutch. No names listed. 15th, Moms Against Addy. Holy Sniper, uh, Zavir, Wilf, and Cranking. 14th was Silent Grind, Gunfire, Murkage, Renzo, and T to the 8 down. Oh, God. 13th was Max. 12th was Five Bucks Snug. This was Demon D Straight, Six Shaylay, and Ares. 14th or 11th was um, T and Crumpet, Rux Returns, Blitzkrieg, Dragonite, and Guntype. 10th was Sunset Ballers, no names listed. 9th was Absolute Rain, um, X-Men, Riot Shock, Kraken, and Hypnotic. 8th was NA Servers, JVTech, Phoenix, Arm, and Kamadaral. 7th uh, was Falling Esports, no names listed. 6th was, was Casey, Addy Dogs. Uh, this is Wave. Judge Judah, Mimic, and Rowan DeBoat. Fifth was Tox Gaming, Snakebite, APG Royal 2, and Lethal. Fourth was OGs, Sheezy, Bullet, Aurora, Gilvedino. Third was President Trump, no names listed. Second was Relay, no names listed. And first was Gutter, or Gutter, uh, Penguin, Eco, Snipe Down, and Trippy. Alright. Penguin and Trippy taking another win there technically speaking look at them go yep that's two halo three events in a row i mean one was an actual event this was just a qualifier but regardless they did win twice bada bing bada boom all right moving on to the halo three community random 2v2 invitational results 9th through 12th we have team pigs which was nyc and straight sick Giraffes was Renzo and Immaculate. Cats was commonly in transfer. Dogs was Ace and Zerka. There seems to be a theme here. Yo, yep, you figured it out. <laughs> Seventh through eighth, Hawks, Ryan Noob, and Exemplified. Sheep, Munos, and Ares. Fifth through sixth included Ducks, which was Boobadoo and Snipedown, and Cobras, Goofy, and Shele. Fourth was Crabs, Cranium, and Rippin. Third was Squirrels, Gun Type, and Greybill. They got a hundred bucks. Second was Cheetahs. Respectful and Fantasy, 300 bucks to them. And Rats, Sabinator and Tusk, 600 bucks to them. 
Next up and last section for me to stumble through, Halo Draft League Spring Season Playoff Results. 9th through 12th was Bronze Boys, Church, Splattered, Bards, and I Am Tooth, and QX. Why is there five? Uh, subs and whatnot. Got it. Yes. Manipulative Smurfs, Crewman, Blaine's, Will Manon, Defiled, and Zykane. Platinum's Best, Role Model, The Bad Kid, Sweaty Rookie. Joy Slays, Mark Owns Your Face, but he doesn't own Josh's face. An Odd Fire. Thank we, you, Will. We have Bed Bath and Beyonce. Beyonce. Seizure. Your Girlfriend Side Guy. Aurora Jorialis. Why Not Be Reckless. Huge Box Turtle. 7th through 8th. Velociraptors, AG Spa, EU Jesus, Fame Speed, and Viable Manatee, and Team Instinct, EU Assault, Fluxy, Savior, and Unditanza. Fifth or sixth, SVP Coaches, Jolly Josh, Brooks, Volunteer, and Yu-Gi-Oh! Tools, Reborn, Bobetta Feta, Adamant, Blue House, Nerdsy, Cogsta, and Very Deck. December, I don't know. Someone please help me. Fourth was Addy. <laughs> every time. Addy Estates, Colic, Connor, Pro Shot, and Laser Me Tort. Third, Wasted Potential. Uh, Psychedelic, Holic, Swish, and Turtles. Second, Your Bye Week. Barbie Boy, Condor, Guitar Hero Dude, Gold Star BR, and Pyretic. In first place, FTP, Bastion, Blaine Doctor, Exodus, and Too Sick. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you fucking tied it all in there. Nice job. Bracket and VOD will be included within the show notes of the Google Doc of the show. Of the show. Show notes of the show, wherever Josh puts it. What did the fisherman say to the magician? I don't know. Please tell me. This is weird. Okay. For the record here, and I'm going to butcher the shit out of this. I can't do a Boston accent. Okay, so consider this a failed attempt at a Boston accent. But what did the fisherman say to the magician? Pick a cod, any cod. I see. I, I see what you did there. Yup. What? What? I thought you were so against the dad joke. I am, but it was it was today. It was the dad joke of the day presented by the calendar that I have at my desk that was provided to me from an ex coworker. Nice. Yes. That's exciting. Yep. Like I said, there's only been one that I laughed at. We're over halfway through the year. Can I ask why you decided to bring that up now? Because you said a, a, a pun with too sick and you being sick. Sure. I'm like, fuck it. I might as well say the joke of the day. <laughs> like, reel that into the show somehow. All right. Tomorrow's you, is fucking stupid, too. You read You read tomorrow's? Oh, already? yeah, absolutely. I don't care. They're how, bad. How dare you read ahead on the calendar? I know. I'm such an asshole. So rude. Yep. <laughs> God damn Sorry. It. Way to derail the show, Josh. You're welcome. It's what I do best. What can I say? <laughs> hey, you know what? Bringing it back. Check out the VODs uh, to the Halo Draft League playoffs. They're all there. Check them out. Some great matches that were played. And congratulations to FTP. Nice job, guys. Yes. And uh, the big thing, the big takeaway here is that they, they've they learned from what's happened in Season 2. And I know that Season 3 is going to be bigger and better. So I'm I'm putting a I'm how the fuck am I gonna say this? I don't know if it's necessarily necessarily a goal, but my, the plan is to cover the league a lot better in season three than we did with season two. Like I I wanna make sure that I I'm watching the matches that are being played, focusing on the players, so on and so forth. 
want to give them the the time that they deserve. So yeah, along with that U- UGL league that's going to be coming up, I hope there's more Halo Wars tournaments that take place. Putting more of that emphasis on the community. We're still waiting on Infinite to come out. You've got a whole other year at least. Exactly. Got to put those. We got to shine that spotlight, you know. So yeah, season three can't wait. Super excited. I'm just excited for all the tournaments that are going to be taking place. It's going to be a good time. So yeah. Will? Yes, sir. It's time for the topic this week. The topic in which some people listened to what I asked and others did not. But regardless, that's okay. Because frankly, we all love Halo. And uh, we're going to talk about what we got. So I asked on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere, uh, what your favorite and least favorite competitive game mode is in any Halo. And if you paid attention to what I put out there, I put an emphasis on tournament play. So like official tournament play, MLG, ESL. Yes. Okay. But regardless, we're going to read through the results. Here we go. On Instagram, we had a few more responses over on the Instagrams. Nice. Yes. So first and foremost, uh, Jesse Pacina, if I mispronounce your name, I incredibly apologize. Favorite, capture the flag, least favorite, Slayer. Okay. So the reason why I asked this question is because I wanted to gauge people's interest in competitive, like uh, tournament modes that have been around and ones that have been introduced, you know? It's like you have your CTFs, you have your Team Slayers, you have your King of the Hills, but then we got Strongholds in 5. It took out King of the Hill, you know? I kind of wanted to get people like King of the Hill more than Strongholds, people like Strongholds more than King of the Hill, to people just not like Oddball. So on, so I wanted to gauge interest here. So just keep in mind, it's a very small subset. Uh, Kevin Cool stated, CTF without a doubt, best competitive Halo mode. So far we have two for CTF right now. It's Boca states, CTF is my favorite game mode and least favorite is Strongholds. Okay. That's three for CTF right off the bat. I mean, uh, somebody does not like the Strongholds. And then Michael Excel states, Guardian Flag, least favorite. When the fuck has Guardian Flag been in competitive? Capture the Flag isn't on Guardian. I've never seen... Well, I came into Halo late, so I don't know. It, it, no, it's not. It's not there. Okay, regardless. Um, on Twitter, Justin Lefleche states, Pit CTF, thumbs up. Truth CTF, thumbs up. Sorry, I couldn't decide. It's okay, Justin. I don't blame you. Both are great. Empire Strongholds, thumbs down. So far, we have two for Strongholds in the shitter. Moving on. Maddie Rums. Hey, shout out to you, Maddie Rums and NoobCombo.com. If you haven't checked out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs, check it out. He states, Lockout Halo 2 Oddball is probably my favorite. You know, for a person who didn't play Halo 2 as much as Halo 3, I can respect that answer. It's it's prof. It's prof because it's professor, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what. Yeah. High tech redneck stated it, right? Yeah. Beth corrected us. Thanks, Beth. It's prof states favorite is SWAT, 
go fucking figure. Considering you're one of like the Comes admins from- of Halo SWAT Nation, <laughs> I would have never have guessed your favorite game so, type would have been SWAT. So that that I mean, it's in the competitive playlist. So correct, that was, it is. But it's never been in league tournaments. Yes, play. correct. And so technically, I, they hold their own SWAT tournament. So I mean, I can't fault them. And SWAT's yeah, like, I, I may not like SWAT. I can totally respect the people who enjoy SWAT. I I do enjoy it. I'm not saying I'm good at it. But I I try. You like what you like. There's something wrong with that. Now, if it was all the time Halo 2 BR, thank I, you. I'm in all the time. Thank I'm you. In. Thank you. Th- there are lines that are drawn yeah, when D- it comes to the game types that are in SWAT. DMR? Come on. That's just not my thing. Oh, so bad. Um, Okay. And then least favorite, Breakout 2.0 and Extermination. So Breakout 2.0, everybody spawns with a shotgun. Yep. So keep that in mind. There you go. And then extermination. That was a while ago. Um, but yeah, okay. I can accept it. Nighty Night states Prisoner TS doubles in Halo Combat Vault. Ooh. That's his favorite. Ooh. And uh, you know what's gonna be happening at the UGC Halo Classic in Atlantic City? A Halo One tournament? A Halo 1 2v2? Ooh. In which case, there's probably going to be some prisoner gameplay. Exciting. Exciting indeed. Trevor Vobble states, Halo 2 anniversary flag on Sanctuary, followed by Kali flag on Halo 5. I didn't play really any competitive modes before these games, so have to go with them. And that's perfectly fine, because guess what? That's another couple votes for Capture the Flag as being the favorite. Commander Boom states, or Commanda. <laughs> Commanda Boom, I love it. Yes, Commanda Boom, Amanda, in other words, states, Halo Reach Sanctuary CTF and Halo 3 Narrow CTF, thumbs up. Halo 3 Guardian Ball, thumbs down. Okay, I love me some Halo 3 Guardian Ball. I think that's my favorite Ooh. Halo 3 game mode and uh, type. You and Amanda are few. Are few Damn it. Yeah, you two hate each other now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just right totally fucking kidding. No, there was somebody that replied to her and said, delete this tweet. What? I'm like, dude, it's, it's her fucking opinion. Come on. Oh, people. Leave people alone, asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's another two votes for CTF being yeah. their favorite. Yeah. CTF is really a crowd favorite here. Halo Creation states, can we say BTB for favorite competitive game mode? I mean, okay, if we're following the rules of what I asked, no, but it is a ranked playlist now, so I guess so. I'm not going to blame you. You like what you like. Um, Joe Sauce states, favorite clan matches in Halo 2. Okay. Least favorite. Anything in reach before no no bloom, no sprint. <laughs> you know what, yeah. Joe Sauce? Fair enough. I can totally agree with you. What a great answer. Because before No Bloom, No Sprint, competitive reach fucking sucked. Moving on. Zig states favorites uh, CAL Assault, Halo PC, CPL, and Halo 2 King of the Hill. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have no idea what that first one means. Obviously, it must be a modified version because it's on PC, but. Just bear with... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Um, But Halo 2 King of the Hill, it's the first response we've gotten for that one. And then least favorite, Halo 5 Breakout. Again, uh, 
so for those who don't know, it was attempted to be the competitive mode in Halo 5 when it launched. Turns out, uh, no! Didn't really work out. Fenrir states, I really love CTF. I feel like it's truly the highest level of team play and strategy in a match. Although, I gotta say, I'm not a fan of Oddball much. It feels too much like a seesaw. So there you go. We have another vote for CTF and another vote for Oddball being in the dumper. Mid-Jordan states, best tie between Halo 2 Oddball on Lockout and Halo 3 Pit CTF. Ooh, okay. I do love me some Pit CTF, man. It's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, Oddball on Lockout, not a bad choice as well. Worst, any Halo 4 game mode. I'm going to go sit in a fucking corner and cry. That's what I'm going to do. Like you said, you enjoy it for it's the word. You, you know what, Will? Casual play. I'm not the only person that enjoys it. And we're going to talk about that <laughs> later on in the show. Woo! I'm excited, Will. All right, next up. I'm sorry if that peaked the mic. I tried I tried leaning back a little bit. I didn't really work out probably. Uh, next up was Whiskey Kid- whiskey Decal. Or Whiskeyed, De- Whiskeyed Kel. I'm really fucking up on this name right now. Whiskey D Kel? Yes. I don't know. Whiskey Dick states, on- <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry. There. That was really mean. Um, Oddball Guardian, Octagon Snipers, CTF Narrows, all honorable mentions. So I'm going to say that Oddball Guardian is probably the favorite there, and then the other two are honorable mentions? Or everything is an honorable mention, but those three are his favorite. Or her favorite. Sure. I don't know. All right. Well, you know, you don't leave me a lot of context. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, yeah. I think they're saying that all three of those are honorable mentions. Like, well, what was the favorite then? And what was the least favorite? Whiskey, did you not follow the rules? Just let's keep rolling. It's okay. What do you got? You like what you like? Not going to fault you for it. Burning Head states, BTP on Rat's Nest. Hey, get the fuck out of here. Next up, Holy States. Oh, <laughs> you're not going to... You don't. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to honor that with a response? Rat's Nest is a shit map. There's your response. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, Josh. Burning heads. It's okay. Again, you like what you like. You gave me a little sunglasses, smiley face emoji in there. I like it. I don't like Rat's Nest. Moving on. Holy states. Midship flag was my favorite. Pretty much anything from Halo 4 is my least. Oh, holy. You know what? You're about to learn. In a little bit. If you ever listen to this show. God, people hate on Halo 4. I mean, it's justified. It's it's not a competitive game. It's it's absolutely justified. CJ states, favorite Onslaught CTF and Heretic CTF in Halo 3. Least, Eden Oddball in Halo 5 and some of the Forge maps in uh, Halo Reach. Okay. It's another, another vote for Oddball in the pooper. Donnie states, SWAT is my favorite. Breakout is trash. Okay. Perfect. Short, sweet, and to the point. On Discord, Life states, my favorite game mode in Halo, and honestly, any competitive shooter, is CTF. It seems to be going away in most games, but I am glad Halo keeps it in the competitive rotation. As far as least favorite, it has become Team Slayer. I much prefer objective gameplay, and over time have grown to dislike Team Slayer more because it tends to become campy towards the end. I would rather see the strategy a team uses to break into a base and take a flag, or even push out to take a stronghold over a team sitting in their base waiting for a pick. 
Just my preference. I know CTF can become a standoff as well, but I just feel like there's more to it than Team Slayer. You know what? I love Team Slayer. Like, that's like my, that's probably my favorite game, like, competitive and regular game mode. Um, but I can totally see where he's talking about stand, like, with the standoffs in, in Team Slayer, they are just dead stops. Nobody's moving. I mean, yeah, you know when power-ups and power weapons are coming up, but, I mean, there's really not a lot of movement that takes place whatsoever. But if there's a standoff and capture the flag, in order to cap a point, you have to fucking make a move. You can't just be there forever. So, yes, life, I can agree with you in, um, definitely in that regard. And I, I feel like in Team Slayer, at least things sped up a little bit in Halo 5. Um, because of the advanced movement, there were definitely standoffs where people were playing slow, but I definitely feel as though things were a little bit faster in five than they are in three. Um, but yeah, I can definitely respect that answer. That's a great in-depth answer. Silo states, favorite 2v2 Slayer on Chillout or Prisoner in Halo CE. Who would have fucking guessed it would be a Halo 1 answer? I'm just kidding, Silos. I love you. And, uh, you obviously have a lot of thoughts on Halo 1. And they're all justified. I don't know where your essay is, but if anybody has... We know it's in the show notes of that episode. If anybody has not uh, read that, highly recommend reading it. Silo State's least favorite, Penance Slayer in Reach. That's another vote for Reach in The Pooper, Will. Next up, Recon Slayer State's favorite game mode had to come in Halo 3 CTF on Onslaught. That map was either good for your team or a total smackdown. Least favorite had to be Oddball, especially on Guardian. If you couldn't break the setup on the other team, it was a nightmare. Especially if they were controlling tower and green areas and spawn trapping you at blue. But I've come to love them all now. Will, you're two for two on people not liking Oddball and Guardian. <sighs> it's okay, though. Just a couple opinions, you know? Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. That's all the saying goes, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. I didn't mean that in derogatory sense. It was meant to be kind of a joke, but whatever. I, um, I know what you meant. The for people listening, I'm sounding like a total asshole right now. Uh, that's another vote for CTF though, being a favorite. That's a fucking overwhelming, overwhelming majority of CTF lovers here. Um, and then heavy rainfall states favorite game mode is invisible juggernaut on backwash and ricochet on pit and one flag on turf. What the fuck? Least favorite game mode is husky raid, husky raid, and husky raid. Oh, heavy rainfall. I can always count on you to give a... I don't even know what the hell to call your response. Husky Raid was... There was something else. You know what? I I respect what that game mode is. But I'm not kidding when I say if it was just standard weapons, I would probably like that a lot more. Because you have to focus on teamwork... And that's one of the biggest things I like about Halo. If you just did standard weapons on those really close quarters hallway maps, actually be pretty fucking cool. But again, I understand the, the nature of the game type being Fiesta weapons. Um, Ricochet on the pit. Heavy? I can't believe I'm saying this, but I would agree with you. If you actually like Ricochet. Because that was... I. Will, do you know what Ricochet is? Nope. Okay. So Ricochet is a Halo 4 game type. 
um, where it's kind of like football, where you have a ball, it spawns in the middle of the of the map, team go and gets it, and you can pass it as well. You can like throw it like an oddball, and you have two ways to score. Like so on the pit, like uh, where flag spawns in three, mm-hmm. um, that's your goal on on either side, right? So you can either run it in or you can throw it in. If you run it in, you get more points than throwing it. But it's just like it is a really quirky game type. And it's really cool because when you when you score, the announcer that like does double kill and all that stuff goes, go! It's fucking sick. Like the game was actually fun. It's actually fun. But again, Halo 4 is not competitive. It's just a really fun game type. So. Have you, if you actually like that game type, I agree with you. And yeah, Husky Raid in its current form is shit. Sorry, guys. Will, you hit, you already, you, you basically talked about already, but what is your favorite and least favorite competitive tournament play, official tournament play game mode? Well, I said that I like Guardian Ball, but it's not my favorite. Um, What's your I, favorite? I, I, CTF as well. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, you can include map as well if you'd like to. Like, if you'd like to include a specific map from a game, you can include that too. It's up to you. I think just overall, it's CTF. I do I do enjoy Truth, just the more close quarters. Sure. Um, least favorite is... You can throw in any of the Hill games. King of the Hill, Roaming Hill, Strongholds. I just don't like it at all. It's not my thing. All right. Another vote for strongholds in the pooper. There you go. Um, yeah, oddball team slayer fall in the middle there, but yeah, capture the flag is definitely the one. All right. What What about you? What do you got for us over there, Mister Halo Four boy? <laughs> oh fuck! Is that no? Will no? Um, let's see. I think I, I already hinted at this too. I think my favorite. Yeah, my favorite competitive tournament game type is probably Team Slayer. Um, I w- I've always been a Team Slayer fan. I just like how normally fast-paced it is. Life, you made a great point in your uh, post in regards to it being a massive slowdown if there's a if there's a close tie situation happening. Um, but yeah, I love I love Team Slayer. Um, in regards to the slowdown at the end, if it is really close. Like with CTF, right? You have to make that move. I love how with Slayer, you usually see like everybody start going at the same time when it gets close to that end of the game time. And all it takes is that lucky shot. Like right place, right time, right shot, and that person's dead. So I really like that amped up moment of what could happen. Yeah, even though there's not going a lot rewind even though there's not a lot going on at that moment in the game the intensity is there yeah and then like when you're watching competitive i love seeing the pros look through all these weird angles with like if they have the sniper yeah or yep they're looking for just that head or that foot or something that they can see something to give them that advantage right um i think it was on the rig where Snipe down did clip someone's foot and Pistola just pushed for the final kill. Yep. And you're like, wow, like if he wasn't looking in this like random spot, yeah. no one else would have thought about like that game could have because Pistola was Pistola was kind of out by himself. I can't remember what tournament this was, but he was starting to push sure. kind of survey, see what's going on. 
snipe down hits like the the body shot pistola finishes the kill it was it was just crazy and that it is an intense moment and sometimes when you're not on the camera of the final kill person you're like oh it just ended but right no something happened there it was i like the intensity too at the end yeah um yeah i think i think overall my favorite competitive game mode has to be team slayer um my least favorite game mode of all time it might be oddball to be completely honest and i was one of the huge proponents of like i wanted it in five well because we wanted more variety to watch right and honestly i still do i still want more variety um but in in just terms of all competitive game modes my least favorite would probably have to be oddball and i think the reason why not necessarily due to the snowballing effect that can take place which is a problem but i don't like how and i understand the ball can be dropped but i hate i hate the continuous dropping the ball off the map having it respawn in the center and keep going I hate that. I, I feel like it just completely breaks up the the play. And I also hate how when one when a person has the ball, right? It's this can be taken either way, but I hate how it basically takes a teammate out of commission and fights and so on and so forth. Yes, they're helping the team by accruing points, and you have to strategize around that person having the ball, which can lead to more strategy, but I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't like oddball. I'm just not a fan of, yeah, I think my least favorite is competitive oddball. See, I'm on the, I'm on the opposite end of that. Cause even though you're taking a player out of commission, I mean, realistically, if you're running comms, then you're saying, oh, I'm, they're pushing from here, rotate this way. Right. You're still, you're moving the objective. Yes. And the person can always drop the ball and, and clean up shots or do whatever they need to do. And plays in huge plays can be made that way. Yeah. But I, I, my least favorite thing about it is the dropping it off the map constantly. Yeah. Like you, you'll see a setup in a corner and it's literally just like you're waiting for the other team to come to you and you just, oh, boop, here you go. Here's, have fun breaking your own fucking setup. Bye. Like that, it, it ruins it for me. Sure. It just ruins it for me. I can but understand yeah. that. I can understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the thing I liked about Halo 4's oddball, bringing it back to Halo 4 talk, is that you could throw it to a teammate. So you never had to worry about, and you could set up even cooler plays by like throwing it to a teammate, so on and so forth. Um, yeah, I just thought that was really How far cool. could you throw the damn thing? Pretty fucking far. <laughs> realistically like, you could and you could bounce it off walls if you needed to yeah and i think uh people can correct me if i'm wrong here um i think in halo 5's griff ball you could throw the bomb as well yep so just think about the cool and crazy plays that you could do in halo 5's griff ball and you could do stuff like that in halo 4's oddball yeah in, and ricochet bringing it back to griff ball there yeah i watched some uh agla for halo 5 and, yeah um yeah, so if your tankers, if your tanks were getting downed in front of you, your teammate would spawn on the other side, you'd throw it over, and then the rest of the team would be spawning there, and you could just hold possession of the ball. Yep. It was, uh, 
yeah, it was a crazy strategy to see because they knew, okay, I'm responding now. Ball's coming over as soon as someone comes in. The, right. the rest of the teammates are coming in and then they they try a new push yep. from that side. So, And I've also seen where you'll have somebody on the other, like on the other side of the map getting spawn kills. Oh, yeah. And th- like I've had instances where that's happened and the teammate who had the ball like on my team didn't know he could throw it. So they were just trying to run forward. It's like, yeah. dude, that's a free open... Like, it's technically an open goal at that point. Or you have somebody flanking around and the enemy team has spawned, but they're moving forward, not knowing that there's somebody back there. Chuck it back. Yep. Easy goal. Like, it just, it, to me, it adds a little bit, uh, uh, an added layer of strategy as well. Do you think if you could chuck the ball in five, though, it'd be way, it'd be OP? So, I don't know. Because you could, like, chuck the odd, like, think of... Well, it depends on the range. Like, Eden. If you could, like, move. If could, right. But like I said, it edge. depends on the range. Sure. But uh, I think it could add a big dynamic to it, for sure. I think you would have to... I think it would make the closed-off maps more viable. Yep. And you would... Uh, you'd have to strategize more, because it's like, do I push this person? Is there a teammate nearby of his that he can throw it to? Do I have him cornered? Like, it's... Not come to think of it, I might actually want that in in, uh, in infinite. I mean, if Oddball comes back, and we don't know what the map's gonna look like, we don't know what the game's gonna play like. But I'll I'll say this: if it's a little bit faster paced, like four and five, I'd like the Oddball to be thrown. I think that'd be really cool. They'd be cool dynamic. Yeah, with with advanced mobility, it seems like that would be a thing. Yeah, seems pretty cool. Huh? Gives me an idea. Um, but yeah. Favorite Team Slayer, least favorite Oddball, as it currently stands. All right. That's what I got. Will, is there anything you want to talk about um, Halo-wise, topic-wise, before we move on? I think that's all I got this week. All right. That's about it. Sounds good. So without further ado, let's talk about uh, some shout-outs. First and foremost, shout out to Nighty Knight and Palshi for showing the world that Halo 4 wasn't all that bad. So this is a couple tweets. First was from Nighty Knight. And he, I, and I, I retweeted this, I believe, and I said, I'm saving this tweet forever because it states, and I quote, Halo 4 players are the best Halo, fl- uh, Halo players. Renegade, Penguin, Shotzi are proof. Huh. Hmm. Look at that. Renegade and Shotzi, two of the best Halo 5 players in the world. And Penguin, who also one of the best Halo 5 players in the world, is now a really good Halo 3 player. Huh. And they made their start in Halo 4. Huh. Crazy to... Crazy to think about that, isn't it? They got the skills to pay the bills. They do. And that's not to say they they weren't playing previous Halos before 4, because they were. That's obvious, okay? I'm just trying to shine a little light on this situation so I feel better about myself. Um, And then finally, Paul, she put out a tweet as well, and uh, he added me on it, and I thought this was fucking hilarious. So, before Halo 4 released... I believe it was Microsoft or 343 or somebody invited Halo pros out to, to play it, to play Halo 4. <laughs> Will, if you haven't seen this yet, this is fantastic. T-Squared did a little interview with Snipedown. And Snipedown basically said it's the best feeling Halo to date. 
Interesting. Yup. Whoa! We got them, boys. We did it. Maybe they didn't know all the ordnance stuff at all. Oh, I'm just, I don't fucking know (laughs) what they played at that time, but uh, I thought that was really fucking funny. But yeah, shout out to you guys. Thank you for providing that context. Some great Halo 4. Yep, some great, some of the best Halo players in the world made their competitive start with Halo 4, which was not a very competitive game. So eat it, everybody who (laughs) said otherwise. I think Josh is trying to prove a point. I am. Um, No, I know Halo 4 is not a competitive game. I just like the way the multiplayer feels. Um, Will, that's it for the shoutouts. Would you mind letting the community know about the community creations for the week? We have, as always, Me Monday on Reddit. It happened a day ago. It did. It's a place where you can go look at memes about Halo. What day? Monday. I think it's Monday. Pretty sure it's Monday. Is it every week? Yes. What can I see there? Memes. On what? Reddit. What what subreddit? Our slash Halo, right? Mondays. Mondays. Sweet. <laughs> I don't even. I don't. Uh, you set me up for this one. It's a montage. It's called Kal- Kowloon. Kowloon. A Zestil montage. It's by Dutchie and Zestel. Yeah, I, I missed that first name, but it's there. Uh, we'll check lo- it out. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just. Uh, do- <laughs> I'm so sorry. I put you on the spot. I totally forgot that I read through community creations. I totally put you on the spot. I'm sorry. For those who have not checked it out, Dutchie put out a brand new montage. Uh, For those who don't know, Dutchie has been around for a very long time. Um, Go check it out. It's great. All right. Halo Customs Discord server is live by Peepsley. He says on Twitter, trouble. Having trouble finding scrims? Can't find teammates to compete? Trying to go pro? I got you covered. Find all... Those things in the Halo Customs Discord server. All Halo games have channels. Get in here and start your journey to greatness. Find it here. I wonder if there's a Halo 4 channel. There might be. Um, We have a trippy montage coming soon. I believe he did. He put a little teaser on Twitter. Teaser on Twitter. Yep. Yep. And then we have Clips of the Week Volume 11 by High Tech Rednick over on Twitter as well. Go check it out. Yes. That does it for Community Creations. Of the week. Will, I'm sorry I put you on the spot like that. Yeah, whatever. It's totally my bad. Um, you did great, though, as you always do. So, live it up, buttercup. All oh, the fuck I'm trying to say. Will! We've reached the end of the show. You're sick. I'm hungry. We in there. Like swimwear. Will? <laughs> Will's like, can we please just fucking end this so I can go blow my nose or some shit? Uh, Will, without further ado, um, I'm sitting here in the chair, you know. That you are? Staring at you from across the desk. Yep. You're wearing your Divide the Fall shirt. Yep. Not wearing the other shirt. Neither am I, though. Teaser! The... (laughs) (laughs) Will! Guess what? What? 
<laughs> wow, don't sound so excited. What? Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well, John, um, <laughs> he sounded just like it. Guess what we got going on in two weekends? It's a, it's a, uh, something Halo related, right? Yeah, the Halo Outpost Discovery Well, Chicago! Oh! Yes, yes we do. We're gonna meet the peeps there. I'm excited for it. I am too. Heavy rainfall, we're gonna interview you. Will, I have an idea. You do? I do. Is it a good one? Yup. <laughs> I'll talk to you after we're done recording. Okay. Because I don't want to say it on the show and then maybe it won't happen and then I feel bad, so... Got it. You know, it's that whole, like, if, if you don't say it, did it really happen? If it's not recorded, did it really happen? Right. It it didn't. Nothing did. to see here. Move along. Exactly. Um, But yeah, we're going to see the peeps. It's going to be a great time. A person who tweeted as well, Marcus Lato. He was a previous employee of Bungie back when they made Halo. Yeah. He's been, one, he's like one of the forefathers of Halo. He said he might be there. Which would be pretty cool to meet him because he hasn't been at the other ones. So, be pretty neat. How neat is that, Will? <laughs> Alright, I've stalled long enough. Will, please, plug the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. The build-up. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Pocket Casts. We have a Discord. Join the community discussion. Discord. You can join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company. We don't do those. <laughs> we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, and Esportspedia. Just search for HCS Pro Talk on those respective sites. Social media. Josh. Yes, Will. This next section is blank. Yes, Will. Please tell me what we got on the next episode. Yes, Will. It's another topic. What is it going to be? Fuck if I know. Leave your suggestion in the HCS Pro Talk topic suggestions thread in our Discord server. If you're not part of our Discord server, sign up now. It's free and you should be there. Or be squared. Not T-squared though, because he'll have you fragging like a pro. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for HCS Pro Talk episode 83. We're going to see you next week. We're going to talk about some Halo. But until then, bye bye